0: This episode is proudly sponsored by my amazing patrons. For the multi tier, a heartfelt thank you to Terence, C., St. Peaches, Earl B., Christina N., Bunkers, Carlos C., and our newest multi patron, Ian. In the TAO tier, I extend a massive appreciation to Viren A., Jordan, Roman, Philip, Mona, Luna, Diwatahan, Brizzo, and our latest TAO patron, Undead. Thank you all so much for your unwavering support, it truly means a lot to me. To you, my dear listeners, if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash tabbytabbypod. For as little as 2 or $6, you can enjoy early access to episodes, exclusive content, and more. Once again, that's patreon.com slash See you there! Mabuhay and welcome to Spooky Saturday, a segment of the podcast where I tell paranormal stories submitted by our listeners or explore haunted places in the Philippines. I am your host, Ethan. Hi. Another week, another new spooky episode. I hope you're all doing fine and safe. Thank you so very much for making Tabi Tabi Podcast a part of your week. In the last Spooky Saturday episode, I talked about stories or paranormal stories from De La Salle University. Today, we are going to another prestigious school in the Philippines, the University of the Philippines. But before that, someone commented on last week's episode about the Daligmata that my pronunciation was wrong because I guess I pronounced it with a long A at the end apparently it's supposed to be pronounced with a short stress on the a because Visayans don't use the long a so I'm I'm sorry about that it's just me thanks to Danny for the comment for the correction I will honestly probably make more pronunciation mistakes in the near future obviously that's not on purpose but I probably will I'm not going to deny that so If I ever make more mistakes on my pronunciation, please feel free to correct me so I can learn as well. So with that being said, settle in my dear listeners and let's begin. The University of the Philippines or UP was founded in 1908 as a response to the increasing demand for higher education and professional studies in medicine, law, engineering, or applied sciences. UP aimed to provide advanced instruction in literature, philosophy, sciences, arts and professional and technical training to every qualified student regardless of age, sex, nationality, religious belief, and political affiliation. Over the past century, UP has evolved from the pinnacle of the American-established educational system in the country to a university for the Filipino, as envisioned by its first president, Murey Simpson Bartlett. It first opened on Kali Isaac Peral and Padre Faura in downtown Manila in 1909, with various colleges and programs. President Mireille Bartlett vowed that UP must be supported by the people's money, with a charter framed by the people's representatives and its hope based on the confidence and sympathy of the people. In 1915, lawyer Ignacio Villamor was chosen as the first Filipino to lead UP which continued to grow with the addition of units such as the Conservatory of Music, the University High School, the College of Education, and the Junior College in Cebu City. The Second World War saw the destruction of several buildings of UP in Manila, Los Baños, Cebu, and Iloilo. In 1947, The Philippine General Hospital formally became part of UP through Executive Order No. 94. In 1948, much of UP was transferred from its Manila campus to a bigger campus in Diliman, Quezon City. The 50s and 60s saw UP transform from a bastion of American hopes and dreams for the Philippines into a bastion of intense nationalism. President Vicente Cinco preserved the university's integrity from communist paranoia and partisan politics, while President Carlos P. Romulo introduced Filipinism, student activism, and faculty dissent. During President Salvador P. Lopez's presidency, the university faced off against a rising autocracy, leading to the first quarter storm in 1970 and the Deliman Commune in 1971. The nationalist and activist spirit of the first quarter storm continued to burn with the university, establishing it as a bulwark of critical thinking and free speech, and a haven for the voiceless and the marginalized. Now, Just because this university has solidified its standing in the Philippines when it comes to education doesn't mean it lacks its own share of spooky tales. And because this is Spooky Saturday, we are going to talk about more spooky stories. Take this story from the College of Education campus in UP Diliman. One rainy day, there was this female professor stuck outside the College of Education because of the pouring rain. She begged the guard to let her wait inside until it stopped. He led her to a room and warned her not to open the door until he came back. After a while, she heard footsteps and peeked through a hole in the door. And guess what she saw? Nothing but a creepy shade of red. When the guard returned, she asked him what was up with that. He told her about the ghost story surrounding the building, how there's supposedly a ghost that walks around a specific hour each night, and the red eye she saw was part of the ghostly lore. And before diving into the next story, it is worth noting that this first tale I just shared bears a striking resemblance to a classic internet urban legend known as the Red-Eyed Woman, which shares a similar theme. And this made me wonder whether this story originated at UP Diliman or if it's simply a case of an internet tale making its way onto campus for some spooky thrills. I don't know, just a thought. Now the next story happened in Wilfredo Maria Guerrero Theater in Palma Hall. Legend has it that a spirit named Marita hangs out there. They say she used to be an actress, but her final scene went tragically wrong when her harness snapped and she choked to death on stage. Now, people claim Marita still appears during theater productions, especially when there's a big crowd scene. You can spot her easily because while everyone else is running around, she's just strolling or floating across the stage like it's no big deal. Another story is about one of the guards over at the UP Law Center. It was late, like just past 10 o'clock, and he's doing his rounds. As he's strolling down one of the hallways, he suddenly hears the distinct clack clack of a typewriter. Weird, right? So he followed the sound all the way up to the second floor, but just as he was about to reach the room, the sound stopped. Thinking nothing of it, and maybe thinking that it was just his imagination, he went back to his post, and he headed back downstairs. And then guess what happened next? The moment he stepped away from the room, the typewriter noise starts up again. Next we have a story that happened in the vinson's Hall. It was the end of the semester, and this person was chilling at the Vincents Hall waiting for his friend. The place was buzzing with students enjoying their break, so he decided to head up to the second floor for some peace and quiet. Out of nowhere, he hears this woman gasping in the men's comfort room. He was about to check it out when his friends show up and he asked him, Yo, did you hear that? But his friend who just arrived just laughed it off. And before the two of them could leave, he decided to use the restroom because he needed to pee. And while he was doing his thing in the cubicle, someone starts patting his head. He looks up and sees this girl hanging there, looking all gray and her eyes almost popping out. Freaked out, he bolts out of there with his zipper still down, swearing never to go back. Since then, students and faculty members at Vincent's Hall have sporadically reported sightings of a girl wandering the corridors of the second floor, especially during the eerie hours of the night. Another story is a classic and it's about the Ikot jeepney in Yupi. It's about a female student named Maria heading back to her dorm late at night. It's pretty late and Maria hops on a jeepney to get to her dorm. But things start getting weird when the driver takes a different route instead of the usual one. Maria tries to tell him she wants to get off at her dorm but he's just staring ahead, not responding. She's freaking out a bit, thinking the driver might be drunk or up to something sketchy but he doesn't seem malicious, just kind of out of it. Maria tries again, this time with more force, demanding to be let off at her dorm. After driving around aimlessly for a bit, the driver finally gets back on track and drops Maria off at her dorm. She pays her fare and is about to leave when the driver says something chilling. Hey, when you get home, Take off your clothes and burn them right away. I had to change the route earlier to avoid a disaster. When I looked at you in the mirror earlier, you didn't have a head. Now, let's circle back to Palmahol because I found this Reddit post from Reddit user commoner678 that shared their experience on the third floor of Palmahol. It was written in Tagalog but I'll try my best to translate it. Hey guys, I just want to share because I really don't know if what happened to me was just a hallucination or something else. It was probably early evening when I went to the women's restroom on the 3rd floor of Palma Hall. As soon as I entered, it felt like someone was staring at me from above. Of course, I really needed to go so I let it slide. When I passed by the long mirror, I didn't notice anything unusual but I avoided looking at myself just in case I saw something. So I entered one of the cubicles and the feeling of being watched from above intensified. It was seriously creepy. I tried to ignore it and focus on my business, but even after I finished, it still felt like something or someone was watching me. I didn't know if it was a peeping tom or what, but I was too scared to look, so I ignored it. While I was fixing myself inside, I couldn't help but imagine what the watcher might look like. Then, when I finished, I ran out as fast as if someone was chasing me. It wasn't until I was outside that I could finally breathe easy. But I still didn't dare to look up at the restroom and just ran away. Maybe a few days after the incident, an older student told me that there really is someone watching in that restroom because she experienced it too. And that's where my story ends. And the last story, I think this one happened in UP dorm. This was posted on Reddit by Reddit user yuna143. This was posted 5 years ago. And here it goes. It was again written in Tagalog, so I'm just gonna do my best to translate it in English. I usually sleep around 2am. My roommates often come back in the early hours because why not? So I'm usually the one opening the door for them. One time, I was focused on studying. As usual, there was a hurried knock because the door was locked. When I opened it, I saw nothing. I checked the hallway. But there wasn't a shadow of other dormers my roommates asked why i looked pale i told them what happened i thought i was the only one who heard it it was only later that we realized we were all in the room already so we quickly went to sleep out of fear and that is it for this week's spooky saturday The next time you walk through those university corridors, remember that there might be more to the institution than just what's in the textbooks. But yeah, these are short. These are alleged hauntings that happened in the UP Diliman campus, so I hope you enjoyed listening to today's stories. If you have your own paranormal encounters that you would like to share or any haunted places you want me to tackle, please email us at officialtabbitabipod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Or if you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash pod and for as little as 2 or $6, you can gain early access, listen to Patreon-exclusive content, and more. Or you can always give me a tip on GCash. Info will be listed in the description. Thanks for listening to Tabby Tabby Podcast. This has been Ethan. Join me next time when we explore more haunted universities in the Philippines. Bye!